Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps pet parents understand and optimize the health of their furry family so they can live the full and happy life you want for them. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Hello, Kiora. Welcome to another episode of the Call the Vet Show. I'm really pleased that you could join me again today and I've got another question to bring you after after last episode's um, fantastic question and it's certainly proved to be um, a popular episode. Um, Kai sent in another question and I'm really delighted to be answering her question about her cat who is pestering her for food. She's giving in to that pestering and wants it to stop. She wants her cat to stop pestering and, and some strategies to to help achieve that because I, I get this as well with my my own cats I mean I've got a couple of young kids who uh, are very accommodating to our cats when they ask for food and it has also set us up for a very similar situation uh, that Kai is experiencing and I'm sure if you've got a cat or if you've got a dog you recognize this they they put on those eyes they uh, give that particular meow they uh, maybe scratch at the the food cupboard and you give in, you feed them, but that's something that actually you then have to live with all day, every day. So today I'm going to be talking about that. It's kind of living my reality as well. Um, so it's great to, you know, talk to myself if you like and give myself tips as well. Before we get into that, though, I just wanted to let you know about um, some free resources that I've got available for you. I'm not very good at, at letting you know about some of the resources and some of the other things I do. So uh, the one I want to tell you about today is the Healthy Dog and the Healthy Cat Checklist. So these are the essential steps that you can carry out today and that you need to do to keep your pet as happy and healthy as possible and more importantly to avoid some of the most common health issues diseases injuries that i see every single day in the vet clinic in my my day job as a gp vet in practice so i'd love for you to check out those guides there's a whole range of other free resources as well and you can actually find those at the our pets health academy so you can go to ourpetshealthacademy.com uh, i'll leave a link in the show notes as well to get those completely free downloads now there are a few other courses and things like that there as well but yeah there's a, a whole wealth of free information that yeah is going to be super valuable for for you for caring for your pet and ultimately making sure that they are living their best life so i'd encourage you to head over to uh, ourpetshealthacademy.com and with that out of the way let's get into today's question and now on with the show hi there my name is kai and i have a one-year-old tabby cat i named him Azrael after a video game that's information you really didn't you know but i like it anyways um, I had a question. He is a stray and we found him like last year in my yard. And I was wondering because he just always seems to be so hungry all the time. And I asked, well, I, I didn't ask. I looked up your video and it was, I, I found out that like my cat has conditioned me to feed him all the time whenever he wants. And also he, um, he is a stray, so he's not used to like eating like, you know all that stuff but um i had a question because he always seems to like he scratches on my corkboard and scratches on my closet which is where the food is at just to get me to feed him and i was wondering how to make that stop because honestly it is really annoying and i just want to make it stop but yeah i just want to look at what's best for him and um all that stuff 
but I'm assuming feeding him whenever he scratches at the door doesn't it isn't really good. But yeah. So I know why, but I don't know how to stop it. Okay, I think I think that's it. Thank you. So that's a great question, Kai. And like I said at the beginning, this is the reality of a lot of people. And it's something that definitely is worthwhile getting on top of and getting to grips with, not only for your own kind of sanity, if you like, but also for our pet's health, because overfeeding uh, leads to being overweight and obesity. And that is the biggest preventable health problem that uh, is present in our dogs and cats across the world, no matter where you live. It's thought that 60% plus of our pets are carrying too much weight and that's putting them at risk of diabetes, of skin disease, of arthritis, of heart problems. You know, you name it, if you're overweight, it's going to make it worse or make it more likely to happen. So this is absolutely something that we want to be getting on top of for our pets' well-being as much as for our own uh, mental health and sanity without having our pets pestering us all the time for food. So uh, a couple of suggestions here, Kai. The first one is to actually give lots of small meals. Now, one thing that some people will do is switch to ad-lib feeding. So especially in our cats, that's leaving food down all the time and simply topping up their food bowl as it's getting low. That's going to stop them pestering you, but it's absolutely not the way to go because that is absolutely going to lead to this problem with being overweight and obese and all of the problems that that brings. So don't be tempted to feed your pet that way and if you are feeding your pet that way I'd really encourage you to to stop and take stock of what you are feeding feed a set amount every day actually weigh that out um, but give that in different ways so instead of just popping the food down in a bowl they guzzle that in two seconds flat and then they're looking for more food we want to be using food puzzles and toys so we want to be using different things that stimulate their mind that they have to actually think about to get that food reward Uh, and that could be something as simple as uh, having a you know when you get your next amazon delivery and it comes in a box with some packing paper it's actually just mix up the food in that or when you get a kitchen roll or a toilet roll in a tube uh, fold the ends over punch a few holes in that and they have to to bat that around or shake it around to uh, for that food to fall out and for them to access it it could be even something as simple as for a cat starting with a, uh, a plastic cup a plastic beaker popping the food in that and your cat has to just hook it out with their um, with their paw or they have to just push it around and the food is very easily accessible but when we're introducing this idea of food puzzles and toys we want to start off easy and gradually increase the difficulty as your cat or your dog gets used to solving these puzzles and eating in this different way. Equally, when we're starting to introduce this concept, we want to not necessarily be using just their normal food. We want to be using a food um, with a higher reward. So treats um, or something just a little bit different that you you reserve for those special occasions for your dog or cat, because then they're going to be more motivated to actually working out how to get to that food so making them work for their food is really um, you know it's really good for their mental well-being as well I think a lot of the time our pets are, are bored um, and I'm going to come on to that in a little bit but providing some stimulation uh, helps prevent that boredom so improves their their mental well-being um, but it's also going to slow down the rate at which they're eating um, and they're going to get those signals from their body that they're actually full rather than just guzzling everything and still feeling hungry. 
The other thing that we can do, uh, and especially with cats, is actually hide these small food puzzles or small food packages, if you like, around the house in different places. So don't always feed them in a single spot. Our cats, you know, our, our cats out in the, the wild, so to speak, they will hunt very regularly and they will uh, consume their small prey often so they're getting small meals much more frequently but they're having to kind of hunt and by hiding the food packages around the house the food puzzles around the house that can stimulate some of that or simulate some of that hunting uh, hunting behavior that they would have to do again leading to more mental stimulation and and a happier more content cat Uh, for dogs you know we can do something as simple as sprink kind of throw the food out into the backyard um, you know as long as it's not wet and you know they we need to be careful about attracting pests and all that kind of thing but you know something as simple as that it doesn't take a lot of resources or money or you know things that you have to buy uh, to to follow through with these ideas it just takes a little bit of creative thinking um now the next thing kai the next suggestion is as you kind of mentioned and suggested in in your question is actually don't give in to the pestering because that leads to them training you to feed them every time that they ask for food so our pets are very often more clever than we give them credit for and yeah if they if every time they scratch the door you feed them they're going to work out very quickly that they're just going to scratch the door if they want food, um, regardless of whether they're hungry or not. Uh, so don't give in to them. Now, that can be quite challenging, especially in the early stages if you are already trained if your cat has already trained you or if your dog has already trained you to give them food on command if you like um you know it's interesting when you put it that way that they they are training us to do things on command whereas we think you know of training as as we give the commands and they do the action it's it's very often the other way around um so it can be a bit difficult to start with but you need to harden your heart if you can to to recognize that they're not hungry that they're eating their designated portion of food in a day they're getting all the calories all the nutrients all the energy that they need um and you don't need to feed them we need to kind of remove that association of feeding and love and care uh, and recognize that actually we need to make these changes for the benefit of their health and actually for the benefit of their well-being as well So with that in mind, we also need to think about how we can banish the boredom for our pets. If we think about our our dogs and cats, they're very often left home alone for a long period of time every day. Even if you're in the house, it might be that you're doing other things and you're not paying them any any kind of attention and they're left to their own devices. But really, is there much for them to do? Uh, I, I suspect and I'd suggest that in a lot of cases, there's there's not actually much to keep them entertained. And it's just like us. If we're bored, what do we do? We, we go to the cupboard. We, um, you know, we can get the, get into the chip packet or or. Uh, open that chocolate bar and, and quickly um, quickly finish it we eat when we're bored and it's the same for our pets so we need to banish that boredom as well so um, we can think about cat furniture for our indoor cats we've got the catios we've got the jungle gyms we've got a whole range of different ways that we can make our cat uh, our cat's environment more interesting um, for them we also should be rotating toys so for dogs and cats you know we we absolutely can encourage play uh, but we need to be rotating toys there's no good having that um, you know kind of uh, one of the the popular cat accessories at the moment is the the fish with the motor in it that kind of flops around well if your cat has already killed that 10 times in their mind 
just leaving it out on the floor is not going to encourage them to play with it because they're just thinking, well, there's this dead thing on the floor. You know, why is it still there? Or what am I supposed to do with that? We need to be rotating their toys on a regular, regular basis. We can also be scheduling play times. So, you know, lots of times when our pets are, are hassling us and we're associating that with them wanting food, they're actually just wanting some attention and, and giving them attention is the best treat that you can give them. So schedule some play times. You know, for our cats, it's going to be short, short, sharp sessions for our dogs they can um, you know play for an awful lot longer in a single session um, thinking back to cats specifically and Kai's, Kai's issue here, um, we've got things like catios for our indoor cats so we can get them outside so they can kind of experience the sights, the sounds, the smells of being outside without those potential risks that being outside brings. Um, I have outdoor cats and, um, you know, that's kind of right for me and, and, and my family, but, you know, there are risks with being outdoors. I guess the biggest one that I see at the vet clinic is, uh, either being lost, um, getting into fights with other cats. Um, it's spring here in New Zealand and yeah all of the entire cats are in breeding mode and that means that fights have become much more common Um, and also of course um, being in accidents on the road which can have catastrophic consequences so there are risks of being outside but catios allow our indoor only cats to experience some of those benefits and that extra stimulation that being outside brings we can also bring the outside in and by that I mean you know if if it's um, it's fall at the moment in the northern hemisphere autumn um, bring in some some leaves that are falling off the trees Um, you know get that experience those smells bring them into the house you know that different texture those different items are going to be really intriguing for your cat and they're going to really benefit from that extra stimulation Uh, as far as all this goes I actually discussed this um, the feeding and also this banishing boredom in a lot more detail in episode number 101 um, with cat behaviorist Ingrid Johnson that was a fantastic uh, episode so uh, if you do have a cat in your life whether they're an indoor cat or an outdoor cat I definitely encourage you to to jump back into the archives to episode number 101 with cat behaviorist Ingrid Johnson and then I guess the final thing to to say in response to Kai's question um, is that we always need to consider um, if there is a medical problem. So it's very easy to say that, you know, my cat is, it seems hungry all the time, but, you know, as far as I can see, they seem healthy. Um, and so I'm just going to work on these strategies that I've already discussed. But if they are hungry all the time, especially if they're losing weight, maybe their coat condition is a bit poor or there are any other concerns, then it may well be that there is a medical issue going on and so getting a vet check is going to be really important and I'm thinking here things like an overactive thyroid hyperthyroidism very very common in older cats diabetes um, is definitely more common than it used to be because going back to what I said at the beginning our our increase in the number of overweight and obese animals is is significant Uh, we've also got things like inflammatory bowel disease we've got cancer we've got worms now worms are very often blamed for um, our pets that are hungry all the time Um, and sometimes i'll get cats into the clinic who have lost an awful lot of weight and the owner is blaming worms now that's really not going to be the case in the vast majority of situations but if there's any doubt a simple parasite treatment will solve that problem and if it does then that really is a good indication that there is more going on Uh, i've got a video that talks about this um, as well and i'll link that into the show notes as well as that episode with ingrid johnson and i guess finally it's worth talking about scratching as well because um kai's cat is scratching at the furniture and we're assuming that that is 
because they want to be fed and that's a fair assumption if it's where the food is kept but cats do also need to scratch and they will choose the place that that they scratch if we don't kind of give them the the resources to scratch in a a safe way or an appropriate place where we want them to so cats scratch for to mark their territory um, as well as to keep their claws sharp and in good condition so that is a normal behavior and if you have a cat you need to accept that they will want to scratch and they will scratch so that's part and parcel of having a cat so you know don't tell them off for scratching you want to provide somewhere for them to scratch now if where they choose you know is is fine for you then just let them scratch there that's not a problem but you know for many of us it's the arm of the sofa or um, that that nice rug that we don't really want all the threads brought out and you know can very quickly look pretty scraggly um, so you can train them to use a scratching post or a scratching mat um, again I'll leave links in the show notes to some more information about how you can get them to use a scratching post or scratching mat and actually in an area where you want them to scratch and then I guess finally as well just you know declawing is something that I know is a thing in um, North America especially uh, but really it's becoming less acceptable and it's actually becoming illegal in more and more parts of the world and and that can only be a good thing so you know even if it's only briefly crossed your mind please don't ever consider getting your cat declawed it really is a mutilation for them you're stopping them performing uh, uh, an essential part of normal cat behavior which is really important for their their well-being as well and so you know never consider declawing as a solution for your cat scratching helping your pet live the happy healthy life they deserve so if you're going through a very similar situation to kai i hope that gives you some really practical steps that you can implement and start implementing today it's going to take time any kind of behavior change from our point of view as well as our pets it does take time but if we put in the effort if we're consistent you can definitely get there to to claim back your sanity and stop being pestered all the time but also to improve your pet's physical as well as mental health and and that's so important if they're going to live you know their very best life so all that's left for me to do is to say thank you so much for your time thanks for listening thanks for joining me for another episode if you do enjoy these episodes consider hitting that subscribe or follow button on whatever app you're listening to this on and if you've got a pet loving friend or family member who would benefit from the information that uh, i talk about in these podcast episodes then i'd love it if you could forward this to them or share it on social media and tag them so that i can help help more pets across the world no matter where you are and with that in mind until the next episode i'm veterinarian dr alex this is the call the vet show because they're family that's it for this episode of the call the vet show be sure to visit callthevet.org to join the conversation access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content we'll see you next time